All I can remember from my childhood is being backstage at different Russian theaters, watching my mom perform. My mom is an actress. Her theater troupe was always on the go, on a big bus. And before I had to go to school, which is around six years old, where that bus went, I went. My mom always wanted to be an actress. And it so happened that she got pregnant with me during her sophomore year of college. I was born in Angarsk, a small town in Siberia, where the most popular activity was ice skating. And thanks to the severe cold weather, you could do it most of the year. <laughs> I lived with my grandma for a couple of years, while my mom finished school and uh, was ready to start her career. I was so excited when my mom would come visit from Moscow for the holidays. She had denim clothes, head to toes. <laughs> Nobody had denim clothes in Siberia. My mom wore perfumes and brought dolls that were beyond my imagination. When she was done with school, she was ready to have me join her on that tour bus. For many, traveling is a getaway. For me, it was an opportunity to be with my awesome mom and her awesome friends, and to be behind the scenes of where the magic happens. And it was way more fun than living with my grandma in a small Siberian town. <laughs> Even though I didn't know it back then, I believe this is when I found my passion for travel. In the 80s, traveling abroad from Russia was not allowed. But in 1992, after the, uh, after the Iron Curtain in the communist USSR was toppled, we were able to go to the neighboring countries. This is when my parents started a business, selling leather and fur coats that they purchased from China and Turkey. <laughs> when I was around 10 years old, I was invited to one of their trips to Turkey. I remember everything about that first trip down to the smell of the airplane. Back then, passengers were allowed to smoke on an airplane. <laughs> and every adult made sure to take advantage of this opportunity to the fullest. It was nearly impossible to see through the cloud of smoke in the cabin. I didn't mind it at all, though. I thought it was absolutely fascinating. Turkey is a home to a unique blend of European and Middle Eastern cultures with a rich history spanning thousands of years. After we took care of business and bought the leather goods, we explored ancient ruins, a stunning blue mosque, bustling bazaars, and delicious cuisine. The most amazing part was the fact that despite the differences in the way we looked and spoke, people were so welcoming making us feel like home. I remember my dad's business partners were sharing stories in broken English while introducing me to authentic Turkish meals and exotic sweets. Sitting in a cloud of smoke on a return plane home, I found myself thinking that the world wasn't scary as I anticipated prior to this adventure, but instead it was full of kind people, beautiful views, and delicious food. As soon as I turned 18, a legal age to travel solo, I took a trip to Egypt. My destination, Sharm el-Sheikh. 
With its only being a six-hour flight to good weather year-round, it is a very popular vacation spot amongst Russians. The first experience I remember is my wild drive to the hotel. My taxi driver, Ahmed, sped through the streets, honking his horn and swerving around other cars with alarming speed. My heart was racing with fear. But as we continued our journey, I began to realize that there was a, a method to Ahmed's madness. Despite the reckless driving, he seemed to have a sixth sense for the flow of traffic, anticipating every obstacle and navigating through the chaos with remarkable ease. We made it to the hotel extremely quickly, and this was an experience I will never forget. Sharm el-Sheikh is known for its beautiful beaches, clear waters, and a world-class diving sites. It is still one of my favorite vacation destinations. I've managed to visit Egypt 10 times since I turned 18. When buying a tour package, a tourist agent advised to be respectful of local customs and laws. He told me to dress modestly, especially if visiting religious sites, and be aware of any cultural norms that might be different from my own. This conversation made me extra alert to my surroundings. In Egypt, I've noticed that there were no local women working in a hotel. After speaking with locals, I found out that even though women were legally allowed to work outside their homes, cultural and societal expectations made it difficult for them to pursue careers in certain sectors of the workforce, including the travel industry. This discovery made me reflect on my own life and the opportunities that were available in my motherland. I was inspired to return and not take them for granted. Considering my passion for travel, I decided to study languages and to become an English teacher so I can help others to learn new languages and to interact with people from other cultures and to expand their own worldviews. It took me another six years of exploring and traveling to 12 other countries to finally enroll in a program at the Moscow Linguistic University. Part of the curriculum was a semester abroad, which I decided to take in the United States. Yes. <laughs> so my classmate and I went to California and found a great community college in LA. To celebrate, we went to Las Vegas. <laughs> this is where I met Jared. a young man who approached me poolside at the Hilton Hotel and started telling me all about his passion for riding dirt bikes. <laughs> he was competing in the Amateur National Arena Cross Championship in Vegas. I've never seen a dirt bike before, and I thought he was a very cool and an extremely brave American. <laughs> Long story short, the very next day, to make sure that I can legally stay in America to go on a date with him. He proposed to me. <laughs> That's what brave Americans do, right? <laughs> we were eating, yeah, yes. <laughs> we were eating at this very not romantic pizza place at that time. <laughs> and he got down on one knee and offered me a plastic ring from a Coke bottle. I didn't really respond, which it wasn't technically a no. I thought he was crazy. 
but we were having so much fun together, a part of me was actually considering it. A few days later, I accidentally missed my flight back home. <laughs> That's not what you think. <laughs> In Russia, we use military time, so I was still trying to figure out the difference between AM and PM. That day, I did not succeed, and I was 12 hours late for my 6 a.m. flight. <laughs> I thought it was a sign, and I was totally into mirroring him. But my mom said that I've lost my mind, and I need to come home. I listened. Jared and I Skyped every day. With the eight-hour time difference, I had to stay up till 2 in the morning to talk to him. A couple months into our long-distance relationship, I decided to take a semester abroad at the Des Moines Area Community College. <laughs> Near his hometown. <laughs> Jared and I got married five months after our first meeting in Vegas. We've been married for 12 years. And we have a little boy, five-years-old boy, who's obsessed with traveling just as I am. Traveling brought transformative experiences into my life. I've met so many wonderful people. Some of them changed my life. I've learned that there's not one way of life. And even if our ways are not the same, we can still be friends. If it was not for travel, I wouldn't be who I am. My parents showed me that the world is bigger than a small Siberian town. My solo travel inspired me to pursue my passion and study languages. And my first trip to America led me to my husband in a wonderful Midwest nice community in Iowa, <laughs> which I'm forever grateful for. Traveling the world with an open heart and a willingness to learn could be a deeply rewarding experience that can broaden your perspective and enrich your life in countless ways. But keep in mind, what happens in Vegas <laughs> doesn't always stay in Vegas.